So Natalie Portman is in it, obviously. Taika Waititi, they were having a conversation about Taika Waititi's upcoming Star Wars movies. And Taika mm, Waititi... Mm, mm, I know what asked, you're about to say. <laughs> asked Natalie... Yeah. Asked Natalie Portman if she had ever been in a Star Wars movie. No, asked her if she wanted to be in a Star Wars she movie. She wanted to be in a Star Wars movie. Okay, I'm sorry. Excuse me. Wanted to be in a Star Wars movie. She said, I was in a Star Wars movie. Taika Waititi responded with, I forgot about those. <laughs> To be fair, if someone is directing a Star Wars movie today, that's the answer that you want. Talking about people that have died. (laughs) Oh, Christ. Who died now other than James Caan? Uh... Tony Sirico died this week, too. Who? He was on The Sopranos. He played Polly Walnuts. Hmm. So. Was, uh, but I, what, what, what the ultimate discussion was, is like I'm, I was looking through, like, so I couldn't remember Tony Sirico. I, I knew that he had died, but I couldn't remember that he had died. Uh, hmm. I couldn't remember that that's who it was. So I was kind of like looking through uh, a list of people that had died this year, celebrity-wise, and there were like maybe four or five names that like punched me in the throat. Cause I didn't know that they had passed. Um, one of whom we were talking about was Philip, uh, Philip Baker hall. Oh, okay. Uh, like fantastic character actor. Like, um, and then, uh, who was the, who was the other one that I had said? Mike, um, uh, Mike Haggerty. Haggerty? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> from he was in Friends, he was in Wayne's World, uh, and shit tons of other yeah, stuff. Just a ton of other, always, yeah, always plays like a blue collar, blue collar dude. He was on he was in Lucky Louie too, which was one of my favorite shows whenever I still had HBO. Oh, oh my god, the the proto Louie show, right? Yeah, it was his show before Louie. Yeah, um, but I love that show, and he played the uh, manager of the muffler shop because that's exactly what he would have done. So, um, but yeah, he died. He died in May, actually. Like it was, it was crazy how many names were on there. Like, did you know that uh, Tony Saragusa died? Yes, I had yes, no I idea. That, that. Well, like again, I was like a punch in the gut. I mean, not that I, you know, was Tony like Sarag- he he was he's a, a football, football player. player. Yeah. Uh, he's now a broadcaster. Was, was. a broadcaster. He's like he's... he was like fifty four. He was young. Ugh. Yeah, big dude though. It, I'm assuming he it, it said he huge. died in his sleep, but I'm sure that was heart related. Massive guy, huge dude. Anyway, defensive lineman. Not that that yeah. means anything to you, Johnny. Yeah, he plays defense. <laughs> I mean, he does. No, you're you're right. not wrong. Welcome everybody to Heroes, Villains, and Rock and Roll. Hell of an intro there, talking about death and death uh so we're a, a man short tonight uh decarlo was unavailable um and unfortunately tonight is the only night that i am available this week because i am the busiest man on the fucking planet um so so we're going without uh going without decarlo tonight um uh, but we'll we'll get through it just fine uh, yeah and uh i didn't really outline a whole bunch of shit um but i <laughs> one of the Oh, I, I like I like where you're at here, 
John with this with this last piece. We'll we'll, yeah. we'll get into that, and I definitely yeah. want to get into the Master of Puppets thing too because I saw a sick ass mm. TikTok. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, where he did. You, so let's start off with that. Did you see that? Did you see the TikTok? I did. Yeah. Fucking that! Like the fact that he actually knew how to play that and he, played it as well as he did. Yeah, he made a couple mistakes, but that's just. <sighs> nerd shit like he yeah, played it gonna... fine it's the mistakes were all in however he learned that's it. right that's right it's not album accurate but you know uh, but the fact that he was that fucking closed yeah. i'll give yeah. it exactly yeah, yeah. Um, i mean we've said it a couple that... a couple times on the podcast we're all musicians we've played um you know played together for for years um mm-hmm. so like we've when... all played guitar at one time uh-huh. or another. so yeah. when you see someone playing guitar in a show, you know, more often than not, it's kind of a, uh, you know, oh, fuck that guy. He probably didn't actually play that. So, so this TikTok comes out, and and it's, um, I can't remember what his name is. Uh, Eddie Munson is the character. Thank you. Yeah, his, yeah, yes. His actual real name. Um, um, uh, it's some, uh, Joseph, Joseph Quinn. Quinn. Yeah, yeah, Joseph Quinn. Um, there's a uh, TikTok of him basically rehearsing uh, and playing Master of Puppets to the track. And just, I mean, in terms of in terms of putting on what a performance for TV, you would never know that he, especially if there was no sound and it was overdubbed with Master of Puppets, you would have never known um, that that he had missed anything. Yeah. So, uh, hell of a job. This just goes in line with what we had kind of ended with last week with the bear. This is the, the second instance in television in the last few weeks where someone has done something and done so much, so much justice to a real world activity that I truly respect. Um, the other being the bear. I know I talked about it last week. Um, the bear on Hulu. Uh, it's a, a restaurant show that I absolutely murdered in three days, just binge the fuck out of it. And uh, just one of the, most accurate portrayals of a kitchen I've ever seen on the screen. Um, but yeah, Quinn, man, he, he really tore it up. He did well. He, I, like I said, I, I watched that episode. The It's the season finale for season four. And I was like, holy shit. He's actually fucking, he's pretty goddamn close. Like he's not on the whole time, like Foreman said, but I'm like, he's fucking playing that. Like he's yeah. not fucking, you know, like I was like, fuck yeah. Good for you. Dude, I didn't know his name at that point. Just <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, but then I, I, there were some things that came out later about, you know, in interviews. They asked him about how, you know, how long it took him to learn and stuff. And he's like, well, I've played guitar forever for a long time. So it wasn't oh, really that for him. big of a deal. Yeah. Um, but the funny, and somebody else pointed this out online. It, I don't know if it was TikTok or Instagram, but they said that if you look at the release date for Master of Puppets, it's March 3rd, 1986. The show takes place... I think March 21st or something like that. That's supposedly the date that everything's happening when they go into the Upside Down and Eddie's playing fucking Master of Puppets as a distraction or diversionary tactic. And uh, they're like, so that means Eddie Munson learned Master of Puppets by ear without tab in like two and a half weeks and had it down. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, "That's yeah, that's fucking awesome. I I appreciate the homework. Yeah, even even a cooler like character backstory too. That's sick. Yeah. Yeah, on top of being a DM and doing all the crazy shit, like being framed for murder and all the crazy shit that happened mm-hmm. in the week leading up to that. So, yeah, um, no spoilers. I don't give away any spoilers. But 
the other thing about Stranger Things, and let me just full disclosure, I, I haven't watched it. I watched a little bit of the first season. Not my cup of tea. Um, but another actor that's in this uh, in this show that I didn't know, I, maybe it was just this season, but uh, had no idea that Robert England was in it. No idea. It um, must have just been new for this season because I didn't know he was in it either. No, it is. He he his character has never appeared before. He showed okay. up and played. Yeah, it was just. And the the funny part is they didn't approach him. He just literally sent them a tape and said, "Hey, I'd like to audition for my my agent told me you guys have a role that I might be suited for. I just wanted to audition." Like, and the funny part is, it's like the the season has a very Freddy Krueger like Nightmare on Elm Street vibe. Yeah. Anyway, and and like the Duffer brothers are, you know, they, they mentioned that, like, you know, it's just one of those things that happened through serendipity. Like, we just happened to be leaning towards Nightmare on Elm Street this season. And we had this part and he he just randomly called us and said, yeah, I'd like to I'd like to audition whether or not that's bullshit or not. I don't know. It's just a fun little coincidence. But, yeah, he, he shows up. He's great. He's only in one, I think, one episode and is very creepy and well, you know does a fucking awesome job for the limited screen time he gets. So good for him. Master of horror, man. He can't beat it. Nope. Nope. That's awesome. He's an OG. I, uh, like I said, not my cup of tea. I know that, that, I mean, my, my wife has been, has been trying to get through most of it. I think, I think if she hasn't finished it, she's only a couple episodes away. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's, just yeah i I don't know what else to say that was i i saw that tiktok and was very 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 impressed yeah and Um, then and then fucking metallica played it wearing hellfire club shirts as like you know it's like a hey like you know um thank you for you know the the nod they gave them they give stranger things a nod back it was fucking cool as shit that's Um, one of those things you have you have people who are watching that show right now that are that are fairly young that that have probably heard of metallica but haven't heard metallica Right, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Um, that's I sent a meme to the to the group chat today that <laughs> was basically poking fun of all the kids who were illegally downloading Master of Puppets now to use it in their TikToks. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> yep. you know, it we, charted we, again for the first yeah. time in almost oh, forty years. Oh, Stranger Things basically dictates the chart as soon as they drop a new season. Like it's it's fucking crazy. Um. The same thing happened with Never Ending Story in the third season. Now it's fucking Kate Bush. You can't escape that song. It's everywhere, and now it's Master of Puppets. So. I'd rather have Master of Puppets I than would fucking also Kate Bush have, or yeah. Never Ending Story. I don't ever need to hear Kate Bush again. I love Never Ending Story. That song is part of my childhood. I don't care. Um, I but, don't have to ever hear it. I hate that. I don't like that movie. <laughs> I don't either. I don't do, like do you, it. Do you, do you, let me ask you this. Page Master. Dude, yeah, I would 100% watch Page Matcher. I, I would love to. Like, first, Christopher Lloyd's in that movie. It's badass. Page anyway, Matcher. let me... Can, do you guys ever... Is there Are there movies... I need to know if I'm the only person that this happens to. I have certain movies who, like, when I watch them, after maybe an hour into, the, into whatever movie it is, my ears get super fucking hot. And it's I it typically is movies that I I don't like because I don't like the feeling like. And I don't know if it if it's something it's happened to me my entire life, but it's always typically movies that are fucking boring. I think you should get that checked out. I don't it's only happens whenever I watch fucking movies, John, like what are they going to say? You're 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 you have a problem. 
but it's I, only I when you watch yeah. movies like <laughs> yeah they might i, I don't know <laughs> but seriously it, it never ending stories is one of those one of those movies where when i watch it I, it's so boring to me my ears like honest to god i i wish that i i wish that i could think of a movie that it ha- has happened to recently so that we could <laughs> so that we could sit down and watch it and you could see it happen because i'm not watching the never ending story um yeah but it's no, okay so i i don't have anything like that but i do have um if the co- if the color palette of a movie is like just awful on my eyes or a television show i get like physically sick to my stomach like i can't look at it and the prime example for that to me Man, is you know, I, well that too yeah for sure um <laughs> but uh, still stinks my wife loves the golden girls i can't fucking watch that show because the color palette makes me want to vomit hmm. um but like I, i'm trying to think of a movie example and if DiCarlo were here he'd tell you this is why he can never finish the rocky horror picture show because it does this to him we've talked about this before um hmm. Interesting. Yeah. That so there I mean I I get like physi I understand the idea of physiological effects from like uh reaction you're having to watching yeah. a movie. So Yeah, it happens to me specifically like the never ending story is the first one that I can think of that it uh, the dark crystal is another one, by the way. <laughs> that 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 it does like my my ears just get super fucking hot for some reason. I don't understand why. Anyway. That is bizarre. It is very it's it's odd. It is, is that- and it I can tell you it's an odd feeling too. Like it's not great. Were you That's one of those old wives tale things, isn't it? Like somebody's your ears are burning, somebody's talking about you or something and like I, that. I wouldn't yes, say that it it's is. I wouldn't say that it's burning either though. It's not like they're they're just like really hot. Like I don't know how else to like hot. Just like like hot like, to the touch. Fucking blood pressure. Thing, like if dude. you It's been <laughs> happening since I was fucking 10. That like doesn't mean anything. <laughs> And it only happens when I watch a a movie that's boring. You should get that looked at. Anyway, yeah, I'm not doing that. Forget <laughs> I said anything. No one be no one be fun. sending me messages on Twitter about it either. I don't want to hear about it. Roll the dice. Fuck it. Um, Do it live. <laughs> that's right. So, Johnny, you you wanted to mention uh, uh, Watiti. What, are we talking about Love and Thunder? We are kind of in a roundabout way. I didn't see it. Don't care. I, no, I no, haven't. No. I haven't seen I, it either. And the only I, thing that I've heard about it is that it wasn't good. Really? That shocks me. I I want to see it. I love Taika Waititi. I fucking loved. Uh, what was it? The the, the previous Thor movie. Ragnarok. 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 Yeah. Thank you. Uh, Ragnarok was great. I I want to see Love and Thunder, but this is more of just like behind the scenes stuff I saw this week. So. So Natalie Portman is in it, obviously. Taika Waititi, they were having a conversation about Taika Waititi's upcoming Star Wars movies. And Taika mm, Waititi... Mm, mm, I know what asked, you're about to say. <laughs> asked Natalie... Yeah. Asked Natalie Portman if she had ever been in a Star Wars movie. No, asked her if she wanted to be in a Star Wars she movie. She wanted to be in a Star Wars movie. Okay, I'm sorry. Excuse me. Wanted to be in a Star Wars movie. She said, I was in a Star Wars movie. Taika Waititi responded with, I forgot about those. <laughs> To be fair, if someone is directing a Star Wars movie today, that's the answer that you want. Pretty much. You know, you you don't want a Star Wars director saying, hey, do you want to reprise your role as Padme? You want a Star Wars director to say, I completely fucking forgot you were in those or that they even existed. Yes. Yes. As it Um, should be. What's up, everybody? It's your favorite part of the podcast. It's time for an ad. 
So this sponsor, if you can call it that, you hear about it a lot, and that's because I own the joint. I'm talking about Bad Rabbit. Uh, so Bad Rabbit Cafe and Roastery in Scottsdale, PA. Bad Rabbit is a small cafe, and we roast our own coffee, and we're in southwestern Pennsylvania. It's a place where you can sit down, enjoy a good cup of coffee, grab a bite to eat with some friends, you know, just hang out and listen to some music while you study. If you're not from Pennsylvania or the area, you're probably asking yourself why it's even relevant to you that we're talking about this. Well, here it is. We ship our coffee worldwide. So wherever you're listening to us from today, you can get Bad Rabbit Coffee. As long as UPS can get to you, I can ship to you. So stop drinking your bad you know, grocery store coffee that's been sitting in a warehouse for months or even years on end before it gets to that shelf. Get fresh roasted coffee delivered right to you from Bad Rabbit. Our coffee is roasted all in small batches, so it's almost guaranteed that you're getting a coffee that's in its prime when it lands at your door. We have coffee for everybody, too. I mean, we have light roast, medium roast, dark roast. We get coffees from all over the world. Uh, we do a lot of research to find the best possible roast level for each one of our coffees so that everybody has something. Listen, I wasn't a coffee drinker before I bought this cafe because I didn't know what good coffee was. Now I do, and I pretty much only drink Bad Rabbit, and that's not just because I own it. It's because it's literally the best coffee I've ever had. Head on over to BadRabbitCoffee.com and check out what we have available right now. There's some exclusives up there, uh, some stuff from summer, uh, you know, but we, we do exclusive coffee all the time. Everything is fresh roasted. That's right, BadRabbitCoffee.com. Get yourself good coffee. Stop drinking bad stuff. Believe me, it is worth it. But yeah, I've, I've not heard good things about Love and Thunder. And again, I haven't seen it. I just haven't had the fucking time to go to the theaters. And I would like, this is one that I would like to take Jackson to. Um, I, I thought that Doctor Strange was a little, I wanted to see it first before, and I'm glad I did before I took him to it. Uh, it might be it's a little a, much. It's a little spooky. <laughs> it yeah. might be a little much for him. But I feel like Thor is a safe bet. So I, I want to take him uh, to go see it before I... Uh, you know, before I, I want to see it with him, but so I haven't, I haven't been able to get to the theater to, to see it, but everything that I've heard is there are people comparing it. They're saying that it's worse than the dark world, um, which is by I far find, the worst Marvel movie ever made. I find that hard to believe that movie so do is I. unwatchable. Um, um, but that's just what, that's what I've heard so far. That's, that's, that's the uh, scuttlebutt. So, well, it, and that doesn't, it, I'm already burned out on superhero movies. That doesn't make it. Mm-hmm doesn't make me feel any better about going to see it like that makes it like a less likely chance i'll be in that theater i mean it's sitting at a 67 percent if you put any stock in rotten tomatoes that you know i mean i still want to see it i don't care what people say um but i i just really the dark world man i've tried to watch that movie like three times i get 10 minutes in and i shut it off it's bad it's really bad it's so terrible thanks really bad um, I'll sit through the first Thor, and that's not even that great. Ten times no, before no. I watched the Dark World. No, up until Ragnarok, Thor was the one time. How about I don't know what? <laughs> Go ahead, for me. I just said I watched the Dark World one time. I think. I'm pretty <laughs> sure I fell asleep for a, a decent sized chunk of it, and I didn't care to go back and try and watch it again. That's the appropriate. I remember. Movie. I remember fucking Stellan Skarsgård was running around naked for most of the second half of the movie. <laughs> I I did. I saw the Dark World and did not like it. I only saw it once. Won't see it again. And I've only seen Thor probably, maybe maybe twice. 
Yeah, same uh, I don't really care for yeah. that either. Ragnarok was amazing. It was really good. Yeah, but... Ragnarok's awesome. Was it was it Dark World that made them realize like we need to take Thor in a more comedic direction to make him like a fun Had character? Like, oh boy. It boy. might even have just been the Avengers in general. I have it on good authority that this latest that Love and Thunder is basically just a straight up comedy. Well, maybe that's what people don't like about it. They maybe they want more dramatic uh portrayals coming and if that if it and those people are wrong let's just be perfectly yeah. perfectly clear like if it if it is a comedy i'm there for it because honestly i i i think chris well, hemsworth the, is a fantastic comedic actor i do too the way it was explained to me is that it tries to juggle a bunch of different tonal aspects and mostly succeed but sometimes fails like it's a straight out comedy it's not like an action comedy thriller it's just a comedy but the villain gore christian bale's character is legitimately flat out unsettling and like an unpleasant character. So it's it's very strange. It seesaws back and forth. Okay. Hmm. Okay. It's the way it was explained to me. I haven't seen it personally. But I Jeff, if Jeff's burnt out, then I'm fucking cinders. I just yes. don't care yeah. about superhero movies anymore. Uh, the only reason I saw goddamn Doctor Strange was because it was a Sam Raimi movie. If anybody else in the world directed it, I wouldn't have given it the time of day. Yep. Yep. That's. I mean, I I like Doctor Strange, but I I agree that was what that was the linchpin that got me excited. I'm much more excited about what Taika Waititi can do with Star Wars, but I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole. Well, I, he, we've already I'm sort of seen it too because he he's done episodes of The Mandalorian and The Book of Boba Fett, so it's not like we haven't seen what he as a director can do in the Star Wars universe. But having his own, you know written directed and produced by that makes it that's very that's interesting thing. yeah, yeah i i want to see what he can do when he's in his own wheelhouse and not like just kind of playing with the right. other you know another person's like setup so so uh what do you want to talk about with games johnny what, what's i don't know i just thought you guys might have something to say about it because I, I keep seeing like headlines and you know online and, and videos on youtube about like you know we have a new generation of consoles but there's like zero fucking games that are coming out probably because the world is still in shambles i don't know what like people like just a lot of bitching i'm seeing about a lack of games and it's like we're just trying to get back to something close to normal you know um i so i mean i, I it, it's that's, it's that's, it's a tough thing i i think with with games like I, I'm sure that COVID has something to do with it, uh, but the biggest thing I think that people have to remember about game development is that while it feels like you're watching a movie whenever you're there, it's not like the production doesn't happen the same way. So a game that maybe like we talked about this last week with with Red Dead Redemption, like they worked on Red Dead Redemption two for seven years before it hit the shelves. Yeah. Seven years. Like, they took a two-year break from the original and then started work on a sequel. That's it. Just think, think about that. How long ago the original Red Dead Redemption came out? Think about. Okay. Well, think about it for in Grand eternity. Theft Auto. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like GTA Five yeah. is. I think it came out in 2012, right? GTA Five did come out in 2012. So the latter part of 2012, and they're. They're just now starting. Well, they're they're ramping up GTA Six. Um, it's probably not going to be out for another four or five years. You know what I mean? Like, it's just it's yeah. 
it's it's that's the way video games work and the reason you're seeing so many of these and again we talked about this last week like these revamps and you know remasters and like they're they're i just saw that they're redoing the last of us um part one and re-releasing it for playstation 5 um and i know that they're doing the original spider-man game uh from insomniac that's coming out on pc so like they're they're taking games that are already finished that they can take a small team of people and push it through to get content out um and that's kind of that's kind of the way that they're doing it right now because they're they weren't able to work on anything for two years so all the games that they were working on have released and then you have a two-year lull where there was basically no development and if there was development it was done from home on a remaster because it's something they could work on from home um so you're two years behind on any major game releases. Yeah, I mean, supposedly there's some new, there's a new Uncharted game coming, which could be a hit or miss for me. I love those games, but sometimes you just gotta leave shit alone. Um, the big thing that I'm I'm interested in game wise, they just actually re-announced it. It's it's been out. Um, they they originally announced it back in. Uh, Christ, it might have been 2016, 2017, but it's called yeah. Skull and Bones, and it's like oh, a yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a multiplayer pirate game. So they just re-released like shit about it uh, this past week, and with a release date, it comes out in November. So uh, gameplay looks really cool, like you know, multiplayer pirate game versus NPCs. You can do PvP, but it's not every server, so more often than not, it's PVE. Um, think like Destiny or The Division, but as a fucking pirate. So um, that's interesting, and I'm probably going to get that. So yeah, yeah. I uh, I finally got a chance to take a look at Starfield. That looks pretty fucking pretty fucking banging. Yeah, man. Fall um, out in space. Let's fucking go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I was gonna say the uh uh. Oh, Another oh. game, by the way, that they've been working on for seven years. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like, I was I was watching. Um, I like I like watching uh, uh, people redo shit in the Unreal Engine, and I stumbled across this video. It's like this is the new one. This is Unreal Five that's coming out, and and they show a clip of the opening. It's not the opening scene, but like it's part of the opening scene for the Matrix, where Neo is just kind of passed out at his desk in front of the computer, and they're like, yeah. This is a classic scene we all know. It was also created in Unreal 5, and my eyes went, like, bloody and just my popped out of my head. I'm like, that, that's fucking... That's a game engine? Holy yeah. shit. So, <laughs> like, when, they were, when they were hyping up the Matrix, um, the, the newest one, um, I can't... Was it Resurrection? Who cares? That yes. one, the new one. Yes, yes, Resurrection. Um, we talked so, about it. Go back and listen to episode yeah. like listen eight to, or whatever was, the yeah, fuck one it was. Seven, eight, episode 12. fuck you, yeah. Um, but one of the one of the tie-ins they did was they recreated the city because I don't think it's actually New York City. Uh, but they it's recreated. Not. Yeah, it's like an unnamed urban it's generic center. city. Yeah, but the the yeah. city from the Matrix they recreated in Unreal Engine Five. They didn't say that it was Unreal Engine Five until it was out, but, like, you can actually go and, like, drive around and play in it <clears throat> um, as, like, a Matrix character. It's so, incredible. Yeah. Like, I, I've, I've seen the, the gameplay of it, and it's insane. But what's really neat about Unreal Engine 
um, is that it's so easy to use that basically anybody can do it. Um, so my my boss during my for my day job, his son is developing like levels and shit in Unreal Engine Five. Just Sick. Pretty you know, basically got him. the toolkit and went for it. And like he's not like putting a game together or anything, but he's just sort of fucking around. But like kids in high school, he's a junior in high school. Yeah, he's just doing this. You know what I mean? Like, Fuck if it's man, that man. easy, you know. Um, somebody made a a legally distinct Superman esque character uh, game out of that engine too, <laughs> and it looks fucking awesome. <laughs> like I want it so bad. It was very John, sad when. We, did you did you get to play Superman Returns? You're fucking right. I did. I love oh, that. God, that game was so good. <laughs> That's like the only good Superman game in history. But yes, it w- it was awesome. Foreman, did you get to play it? No, I can't say that I did. So it's it was, you know, basically set for the movie Superman Returns, but um, mm-hmm. the the gameplay itself, just being able to fly around as Superman, I don't know that I completed very many actual missions because <laughs> I just flew around and then did you know the superhero landing on a fucking you know on the on the ground and shit like. Mm. So cool, like think GTA, but it's Superman. Oh man, it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I, it's 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 it's. I think Brandon Routh was actually in it. It's definitely his likeness. Yeah, but they they throw in some comic book extra comic book villains and stuff. Oh, nice. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's 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 fun. <gasps> yeah, it was it was a good it was a good game. Hey, speaking speaking of games that are already out but are getting remastered or coming out, if you have Twitch Prime, um. I think it's still. Let me, let me verify that. this. Might, this might it might be too little, too late. This this episode may come out before that, but I'm pretty sure they're giving away uh, Jedi Outcast and Jedi Knight uh, Jedi Academy. Yes, they are uh, on the, Amazon uh, Twitch, on Twitch goodies. Prime. So if you have Twitch Prime, you can get uh, Jedi Knight Two, Jedi Outcast, and Jedi Knight Three Jedi Academy uh, for free. And Republic Commando, which is a badass game. Wow, I haven't thought about that game in fucking forever. <laughs> the game is badass. It is a badass game. I just want someone to reskin Battlefront 2. Don't change anything, <laughs> just reskin it. Like They keep making Battlefronts, dude, for <sighs> modern consoles. It's just they suck ass. They're terrible. Battlefront 2 kick. Why is it the game from 2004 or whatever? You could literally get into a, a, a long a, time. A fighter jet fly around and then land and then get out and start shooting people. Like, why can't they do that on a generation like ugh, on this generation of consoles? It sucks. They are. It's it's called Starfield. Well, that's not that's not out. When does that come out? By the way, um, it's so they I think they pushed it into the spring of next year. Okay. So I don't think that it has an actual date. It was supposed to be out in November, um, but they they pushed it. So so. Winter 2025 is what you're telling me. I don't think that they're going to push it too, too terribly far beyond this. Yeah. Um. I I don't. I think I think that that, that it's it's probably going to be out in like March. But because they're also working on other games, like they need to get Elder Scrolls Six out badly. Like they can't continue to remaster 
Skyrim. They can't. <laughs> no, they like, can't, and they will. Oh, yeah. we'll keep Todd Howard, baby. <laughs> um, speaking of games, we did see uh, it was in the um, the group chat we were talking about, uh, and I put it on this list because I wanted to talk about it a little bit. Fucking the Robocop game. That looks... Yeah. Um, I the, the trailer looks neat. Very interesting. Um, I still need Robo- to give it a look. I mean, it is. It, it's. It seems like it's very honest to the films, um, especially the, especially the first. Um, it. I. I. That sounded. I mean, just the 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 gameplay and you know how it looked was all good, but the voice also sounded like Peter Weller. I don't know if they're pulling from the movie or if he actually did voice acting work for it too. Um, There's no way. I mean, well, he's uh, he he shows up in in stuff from time to time like that, like where you oh, wouldn't yeah. expect him to. Um, but <laughs> I, I I was a convincing voice. Whoever it is, it's a very if it's not fucking Peter Weller, it's a damn good impersonation. Again, it could be AI. I I I no longer trust anything. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, after we were talking, when we were talking about that shit last uh, I don't know that was the last episode of the episode before, but those the you know, the voice shit that they have going on now where they can just like, recreate anybody's voice anytime. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It sounded good though. I mean, it, and it looks, it looks good again. I, I, I stand by my statement in that, in, in our group text. I really wish they would have made it dread instead of Roto Robocop. Yeah. God damn. Would that have been a fucking good. God, I, I just want someone to make that game. All I want to do is play as a judge. I don't care if it's like, it would be badass if I could create my own judge and then like follow Dread around. Nobody cares about Dread anymore. He like may have ever tur- did. He may have turned down the opportunity of a big screen return for director Neil Blomkamp's aborted sequel Robocop Returns, but Peter Weller will be back serving the public trust, protecting the innocent, and upholding the law next year when he reprises his role as the future of law enforcement for the video game Robocop Rogue City. So yeah, it's P- fucking Peter Weller. It, I mean, it That's definitely sounded sweet. like him, but yeah. It, it sounded again. The line was pulled directly from the movie, so I didn't know if they pulled the audio from the movie as well. But Dead hey, or man, alive, you're coming with me. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that was actually that was pretty good, John. <laughs> it just keeps wasn't terrible. Cigarettes. Just smoke cigarettes. That's all you have to do. <laughs> that's it. Um, that's, that's all you got to do. Um, I'm having trouble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, check uh, check it out. Foreman, I think uh, I think that you'll find it very enjoyable. It looks uh, someone looks neat. could very easily mod that into a dread game, Jeff. Oh, just yeah. saying, no doubt, no doubt. Someone could, Jeff. Just saying. I mean, not me. <laughs> that requires skills that neither of none of us possess. Or time, like what the fuck? You, you understand? Time. Like, I have three hours tonight. That's that's it. <laughs> And I'm not complaining. I signed up for this, but I have three hours tonight, and that's it. That my, the rest of my week is gone. We'll get it done. Stop. Start sculpting it in God. Blender. I want Dread on my desk by the end of the month. God, the whole, <laughs> the whole game. God. Um. So, uh, I don't know. Anybody want to talk about anything else? You guys got? You got anything you want to talk about? Kevin Smith still sucks. And he is going on a whining tour, Kevin by the way. Smith I, saw still sucks. I saw that. I saw that. Yep. 
He uh, he actually has a movie out today or within the next couple days too. Horror flick. Oh no! What is it? Direct to Amazon Prime. What's it called? I don't. I don't. I don't remember where it was being released. Uh, hold on, let me get you the name. Kilroy was here. Is yeah, that it? and it's it's based on like the Kilroy that people would draw. Like you, 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 surely you know uh, what Kilroy is. Don't call me Shirley. Um, no, I, I have no idea what Kilroy is. What what are so you just just to? just search Kilroy on 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 Google. It's like the thing that everybody draws on the desk. Oh, for in, fuck's in high sake. Schools. Okay, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Just like the the diamond shaped S and penises. No, that's the S. But yeah, so it's the it's the dude that always like looks over the line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I get you. so that's yeah, that's yeah. Kilroy, and the the film itself, I guess, is a, it's a horror flick. Um, basically, it, the the villain is based on that drawing or some shit. I don't know. Um, but it, the the some dude, kind of I, bullshit. I fucking <laughs> the guy murders people who make fun of kids. I guess like so bullies. Like it just basically murders bullies. Bunch of I'm... fucking stupid crap. <laughs> <laughs> we are a delight to listen to. <laughs> um, well, I mean, it, it would we would probably be more of a delight if Kevin Smith wasn't such a douche. Like, what the fuck kind of movie? Like, now I'm sitting here looking at the goddamn Wikipedia page for it, and just reading it pisses me off because it's also <laughs> being released with NFTs. Go fuck uh, Smith kind of stinks. Go fuck yourself. Uh, um. Okay, well now that I'm all pissed off, we can talk about the thing that I that I I watched last night. Um uh, and we're a little a little late on the uh on the anniversary, but it, it was this year, the 5-year anniversary of the Fire Festival. Uh, oh, nice. Oh, <laughs> hell yes. Was, was oh year. my god. So, yes. I was looking for uh, I was looking for something to watch last night, and I just wanted something great. mindless so that I could go to sleep. Um I ended up putting on fire on netflix which is the the, the documentary and one of two yeah one of two yeah and i in my opinion the better of the two i i know that there was debate whenever they first came out <clears throat> over which was better i do like both of them but i think netflix has a little bit of the edge from the production side Same um here. but fuck man i i watched that i put it on Hoping that I was going to get tired, and by the end of it, I was like, "Man, this fucking bunch of idiots!" <laughs> oh my god, there, there is nothing so sweet as watching a bunch of trust fund entitled little, little babies. Let's call them what they are—little babies on an island crying because they have to eat a ham sandwich out of a styrofoam container and they have to stay in a goddamn hurricane. <laughs> and like, um, it's the greatest thing of all time. It's so, I wish I had seen it happen live. I wish I had seen yeah. all of the, you know, um, <laughs> all the live so tweeting and fucking I, streaming. Oh my I God. did. I watched it. Um, I remember you, you like sending live texts yeah. as, as it was happening. I, I, I was yeah. watching it live. I remember because what, what clued me in on it is this was right when Blink-182 had, had come back. Yeah. Uh, after Tom DeLong had had quit, so Matt Skiba had joined in and was was playing guitar, and uh, I was we were going to see them in just a couple of weeks, and they posted a message on their on Twitter basically saying you know it was just a statement saying that they didn't feel that they could create the show that they <laughs> want to put on for their fans under the with the current production quality, <laughs> and 
that was enough for me to be like, well, what the fuck does that mean? Like, firstly, what is Fire Festival? So I started Googling it and getting information. And this was before anything really, like, exploded. Yeah. yeah. And then, like, 12 hours later is when everything fell a fucking part. And I'm literally watching it on Twitter, like, the, the cheese sandwich, the, the famous cheese sandwich um, that got retweeted, like, a million times in that one weekend. Yes. Yes. Uh, it's a just beautiful oh. thing. See, that's why I'm I'm so Rose and I, my wife and I talk about this all the time. How torn we are about Billy McFarlane. Is he a scam artist? Is he a fraud? Yes, absolutely. Yes. <laughs> sure. But he he also frauded a bunch of entitled rich brats. So by that token, he's got he's my hero. <laughs> Not really, but like for doing what he did to a bunch of a bunch of assholes that just thought it was going to be the next, you know whatever Woodstock for the fucking generation for Gen Z. And then it just turned out to be a complete and utter shit show. He earns my fucking respect on that level. Is he a piece of shit? Yes. But for embarrassing them and, and creating one of the most like infamous rock, like infamous concert events of all time. He's just a endlessly fascinating. The whole thing is just an endlessly fascinating scenario to me. But I think one of my favorite parts of that story is that he went to jail, got out Dang. on bail, or whatever. In like no and time, fucking flight, did it again. Yeah, <laughs> just immediately went back to fronting people. He was like selling like uh, uh, Knicks tickets to people supposedly, and all kinds of crazy shit. Like tickets to the Met Gala that they don't even sell. Nope. Like <laughs> incredible incredible um but yeah i i i watched fire last night and just it just threw me right back into that you know enthrallment feeling yeah. of being like fucking dumbasses spent fifteen thousand dollars you stayed in a hurricane tent with wet mattresses yeah. good and uh you know jaw rule has been suspiciously quiet since all that shit happened it's kind of it's weird he, he put out the app <laughs> oh wait the, the what app it, was it it's again? called it's called Icon, I C O N N. Hmm. It exists. Icon Live. He is a backer for what the Fire app was originally supposed to be. <sighs> it's incredible. <laughs> it's incredible. The story, it's just wonderful. It, it's just a wonderful. I, I the one people, it makes me the, happy. It puts a smile on my face. The 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 people I feel the worst for are the, the locals that got taken for a ride. Yes. That yeah. were put through all that work and then didn't get paid. Like they they are the fucking victims, not not the fucking Hamptons and yeah. trust you know the trust fund kids. Like fuck them. Um, Seriously, double fuck those people. I mean, the Bahamas isn't a third world country, but no, the Bahamas is people go there for vacation. It's nice. Yes, it's it's it, you know it's big on hospitality and what's what's Not as terrible. Big as horses. No, horses is <laughs> hospitality. <laughs> the definition. Hey, um, throw us throw us some money, horses. God, <clears throat> for you the know, show, horses steak and sea steak and sponsor. We're looking for sponsors, horses. If you're interested. Um, but I will only sponsor you if you bring back your half bacon, half meat burger, because that was the greatest thing ever. If it you're so interested, good. that sounds will, amazing. If it you're interested, I, 
I will take a baked potato. Just saying. Ape, yeah, yeah, baked potato would be good. They roll theirs in salt too. You know what I mean? Mm. Just that mm. extra, mm. extra sodium level. That's the way to go. Just, yeah. just to put the smile on your damn face. Yep. <laughs> you know, not to not to get away from fire, or not to go back to it. I should say, but <laughs> can we just say, like, isn't it amazing how Jaw Rule got away with that? Fucking scot free. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like. Yeah. No charges were filed against him. Like. The dude had just as big a hand in that as Billy McFarlane did. He wasn't indicted. Like nothing. I don't. Did he even go to the island that weekend? I I don't remember. I don't think. But maybe uh, I don't know what kind of contract or what kind of deal they had set up. I bet he had some sort of like. Ja Rule will not be held accountable for blah, 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 like written into his contract or something yeah. for it. Like I, like he had to because he didn't get anything out of that other than like a little bit of public embarrassment. Like th- yeah. that was it. Um, I mean, to be fair, does anybody really think or care about Ja Rule anymore? No, not well, even. That's what he thought a... whenever he signed on to the Fire Festival. Yeah, yeah, I mean, Ja Rule hasn't been a thing for a long ass time. He he's kind of like a lamer to me. Growing up with with having like him in the charts at the same time as like DMX, he's like a lamer like lamer. Don't DMX you even dare fucking put him in the same breath as DMX, or I no. will drive to your house and fucking slap you. I'm saying he's the great value DMX. That's all he's I'm worth, saying. He does. You keep DMX's <laughs> name out your motherfucking mouth. <laughs> Uh, uh, Rest Will Smith or King, Will Smith reference without the Will Smith reference. I love it. Oh God, damn it! Oh, I, I will get the fucking heated about DMX in a second. Keep you be DMX quiet. name out your motherfucking mouth. Bring <laughs> uh. his name up again. Still should be in prison. And the Georgia, in other news, the Georgia Guidestones are still blowed the fuck up. Just saying. That's, yeah, yeah, that happened. That's, happened. <laughs> That's good. Knocked all of them over. Yep. All They got all of them. Yeah, okay. Knocked them all down. Knocked them all down. Oh, Can't fun, say fun, uh, fun story about that. Hmm. So, and, and I. <laughs> Give me just one moment here. Dead air, uh, dead air, dead air, dead air. Dead air, yeah, take all the fucking time you want, Johnny. It's not like we're supposed to entertain people. I got it, I got it, I got it. Okay, so so I, I get a fun little message in my... So I, I I keep my city friends in my Facebook Messenger group, and I keep you guys and these guys in a different like text message group just to keep everybody straight. Um, but after the Georgia Guidestone story broke last week, my friend of the show, Travis Neal, uh, sent a message to our city group and said... Yeah, supposedly there's a time capsule that was located under the Georgia Guidestones. I said, well, that's interesting. I haven't heard anything. What did they find in it? Supposedly, no, just just let me finish, goddammit. A 1979 Playboy signed by Burt Reynolds, a Peterbilt logo, and 1,700 Quaaludes. To which my immediate response was, I'll be back. I'm on my way to Georgia. (laughs) Yeah, um, I mean... Were but, true for the that Playboy, is easily obviously. the most dope ass time capsule of all time. True, but unfortunately, it was bunk. It was completely false. Um, so we could have had a goddamn Georgia Guidestones. They weren't even cool enough to have a time capsule full of quaaludes underneath of them. That's how lame they are. 
I, I spent some time and actually read through some of the text that, that were on the guidestones. Jesus Christ. Oh, it's it's such like I'm a bored rich person fucking yeah. Illuminati bullshit. It's like pseudo Illuminati bullshit. Yeah. I, I I I don't think that there were religious connotations like people were saying, like it's satanic and shit like that. But like was it erected on public land? I think so. I'm almost positive. Who in the fuck authorized that dumbass shit? Georgia's fucking weird. <laughs> That's fucking weird, man. You, dude, if you have enough money, you could do anything anywhere. And I just get the feeling that it was a rich guy that gave a shit ton of money to put up his stupid bullshit. I'm in a secret society, but not really. We're just a bunch of lame assholes that go have sex in the woods once a year kind of thing. It, uh, because he had a couple buddies on the city council or something. That's, that's what I think they really were. Like, the internet turned them into this, like, mythic, like, look, the Illuminati are hiding their plans in plain sight kind of thing. Uh, you know that that that's their overall goal, and it's like no, no, it's just a bunch of bullshit. Leave room for nature. Leave room for nature. Yeah, yeah. Dumb, dumb. What's next? The 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 fucking uh, uh, um, Colorado. What 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 is it? The uh, Denver airport. They're gonna blow up the fucking the Illuminati horse next. <laughs> what is that weird fucking Satan <laughs> sculpture? Whatever the hell it is out there. I want to visit that airport just to look at all the weirdo drug-addled shit that is inside of it. Um, that was referenced in the uh, uh, Space Force show that Netflix put out like, a couple of, was that two years ago. Yeah. Uh, they they talk about that in there. Like one of the one of the guys in Space Force is uh, reading to try and impress the daughter of uh, Steve Carell's character. Ed talks about like, the Illuminati building the airport, and it's a really funny line. Anyway, well, um, I don't uh, really have much else that's gonna not get us all riled up, but we'll, we'll throw <laughs> this we'll throw this topic out there. So, uh, I just wanna I guess this this is more of a public service announcement. I don't know that it's something we have to talk about, but I'm sure we probably will. Um, but your public service announcement for this week uh, from the Heroes, Villains, and Rock and Roll podcast is that uh, Emmy nominations have have came. They've 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 been announced today for you know the people who are going to potentially win some Emmy awards. And I just want to remind everybody. I feel it's my duty, especially because DiCarlo is not here, that uh, not just the Emmys, but the Oscars and the Golden Globes, and you know, uh, basically all of the award shows are all bullshit and let's just let's not forget you know this is your reminder now that the emmy nominations are out that all of these are fucking terrible they're they're no they, they are complete and utter bullshit um just you know remember whenever this all this shit comes through and you you see x person wins an award for x reason that it's bullshit it's bullshit yeah. Uh, all you all you have to do, like, this was the final nail in the coffin. I knew for a long time that it was bullshit. It was all political. But the final nail in the coffin for me was the episode of Adam Ruins Everything. It was a great show back in the day. It was short-lived, but he's still... Adam, I can't remember his last name right now. He's still going strong on TikTok. 
Um, but he did a whole episode on the Oscars and why they're bullshit and why everyone that gets an Oscar basically that means that they were they had the money to pay off the, to pay for it. They had the fucking the right publicity people involved, and essentially it's it's just a gigantic fucking like. I, I don't know if you'd call it a pyramid scheme, but essentially they just whoever can pay the money to get the fucking award will win, and it, it like it involves like courting the the academy members and like with you know trips and and fucking gifts and all kinds of crazy shit, and it, it's just like I don't know why anyone still has puts any stock in any award show, especially the Oscars, because I assume that the rest of them are just the Oscars to a lesser extent as far as that kind of shit goes. Yeah, I mean, the, the only one I ever really put any sort of stock in is the the SAG-AFTRA awards because it's peer-based. So, yeah, right, right. Like, that's, right. If, it's, if, you're, if you're leaving the media out of it and you don't have some panel of, of white men deciding the... the the, the winners of the awards i'm going to give you a little more stock but even that like even even with with sag after it's still a fucking popularity contest for you know the the the, the people who are on the in crowd in hollywood like right you know don't take these award shows and treat them as gospel for you know what movie is good or or, or should be critically acclaimed just because it's i mean there are so many examples out there of Best Picture Award winners. <sighs> this <laughs> that that are not even close to being what should have been. I was just gonna uh, say, it it took the Academy until the mid two thousands to realize that the public thinks they're a joke and that the period piece about white people was gonna win no matter what. Like no matter what the fucking movie was about, if it was a period piece about white people. Nine times out of ten, it was going to win Best Picture, and then they realized, like, oh shit, maybe we should like throw try to throw them off with with other movies that involve non-whites. Like, it's the whole thing is just a sham. It, it's a sham. Just enjoy what you enjoy and fucking love the hell out of it, and, and don't give a shit about approval of a bunch of fucking rich old windbags in Hollywood. Yes. Harvey Weinstein probably used to vote for the Oscars. That should tell you everything you need to know about it. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, John Carpenter, John Carpenter is one of the greatest directors that ever walked this planet. Does he have an Oscar? No. So fuck you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. I like you, you, especially especially some of those like mid two thousands and and most of the ones in the nineties. If you just look at the 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 films that won Best Picture, you have you yeah. have a bunch there that are that are really fantastic. Uh, you want like, to talk about fucking getting me wound up? Shakespeare in Love won Best Picture over Saving Private Ryan, and that remains the yes. biggest fucking travesty in the history of the Oscars. It's like Jethro Tull winning that heavy metal Grammy over Metallica. <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, not for nothing, it was also up against the Thin Red Line, which is also better than Shakespeare in Love. And I like the Thin Red Line, and I agree that it's better than Shakespeare in Love. Like, I... I I'm actually looking at that. It's 1998. I'm, I'm looking at that year right now, and I haven't seen Elizabeth, and I haven't seen The Life is Beautiful, but I bet you those are both better as well. Uh, Life is and, Beautiful was made by that weirdo. What's his name? That fucking smooched everybody and climbed over the seats. He became a, a meme before memes were a thing. Uh, uh, Benini? Um, yeah, Roberto yeah, Benini. Yeah, yeah, Roberto yes. Benini, yes, yes. I love everybody. Uh, he was happy as hell. Good for him. I mean, there there are plenty of examples 
um, that you can go through in the years and, and see uh, like how, how Ray didn't win in 2004 against Million Dollar Baby. Like, I will boss. say there there are times when it is earned. I mean, anything going up against Schindler's List was going to lose. Was going to lose, yeah. Right. Like, you know... Um, as well it should have. That's a fantastic movie in addition to being, you know, an important movie. Absolutely. Absolutely. I do think it's dickish that when Spielberg went back and finished film school, he turned in Schindler's List as his final project. <laughs> that is shitty. That is fucking shitty. That's it's a good one to guarantee you're getting a fucking A, though. I can tell you that much. It is. Fair point. It is. Um, 2006 is another one. The Departed actually won. Uh, Great it was, movie. It was yeah. up, up against... This is I don't necessarily agree with it winning. Up against Babel, Letters from Iwo Jima, Little Miss Sunshine, which I think actually should have won, and The Queen. But Babel, Letters from Iwo Jima, and Little Miss Sunshine, I think, are all probably better than The Departed. That's one of those ones that they were like, let's just give Scorsese his fucking best picture and call it a day. People have often said that that was more a lifetime achievement award for Scorsese yeah, than it was he a had never won Oscar. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love The Departed. That's one of my favorite yeah. movies. But um, in terms of actual, like, you know, w- which movie's better, um, I think both Babel and, and Little Miss Sunshine are better than that. I don't know about Letters from Iwo Jima. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a good movie, but I don't yeah. know if it's better. Um, Are you thinking of Flags of Our Fathers? Because Letters from Iwo Jima is the one that takes place from the Japanese perspective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one with uh, uh, Spielberg was involved with it. Um, no, I, I, no, I'm yes, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of that. Yeah, Clint okay. Eastwood direct directed those, right? Or yeah, he directed. Yes, that was an Eastwood. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, they were good. They were, they mm-hmm. were still good. Um, but that's another, another more recent example of. Uh. I, just, I don't think that that should have won the King's <laughs> speech in, in 2010. There's another one. Now I'm like looking through and. Oh, there's so many. 2012 Argo won. probably should not have one over Lincoln, by the way. I liked Argo better than Lincoln. Did you really? The only thing you yeah, the only thing you watch Lincoln for is Daniel Day Lewis's performance. Everything else about that movie is just bog standard fucking boilerplate biopic. Did he did he win Best Actor? Yes, for that? he won yeah, he won Best Actor for he every movie have. he was in for like five straight movies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not shitting. It's something like that. Oh, I believe it. Um Yeah. I, I you know, I, I was just looking at Wow, we're really digging here, but when gla- like Gladiator, that's such yeah. a that's such a, a f- against Chocolat. Chocolat, it's such a crouching tiger and dragon too. I fucking Gladiator rules. It is good, but it's like what's is, is Chocolat better? No, 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 no. It, it's not. It's not. It's just shocking that that it won out over. Aaron Brockovich and I don't even remember. I remember seeing a seeing preview a preview for Traffic. That was one of the other nominees that year. Um, that is remember. better than all of those movies that you've talked about so far. I've seen them. Uh, I mean, it is. It is. I'm not saying it's not. I'm just like I've I've heard criticisms of Gladiator after the fact that I 
that I I agree with. I still love it, and I don't think it diminishes the movie, but like that it's like a simplistic plot, and the characters are cartoonish, and fucking Joaquin Phoenix is a mustache twirler, which he really kind of is, but it still all works. You still buy into that story, and that, at the end of the day, that's all that matters. Like, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, Oscars are still bullshit. I don't care. Yeah, it's all bullshit. It's all bullshit. Bullshit. Mm-hmm. Bullshit. <laughs> you gonna go, John? Uh, that should have won an Oscar. Fuck it. Commando. You want to put Commando. some in me? Yeah. Oh, my God. Did you? <laughs> Best explosions in a movie from 1985. I, Commando. That made me think of... of... Arnold, obviously, which which then made me think of Carl Weathers. Did you see the meme? Let me see if I can find it. Uh, what? Okay, so Commando was eight... Carl Weathers. Yeah, I saw. Yeah, it. with with the, the hit list. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you got a job for me? I have several. <laughs> Here, you know, I'll post it in the chat. I I would like to say that uh, you know, for as much as I I don't really hold the oscars in very high esteem i do like the idea of arnold like shooting a, a, a shitty video it's like i would like to submit for your consideration for the oscars <laughs> commando like <laughs> um witness yeah uh commando came out in 85 it would have been up against witness with harrison ford it was not gonna win i'm sorry arnold um yeah witness is a good movie Should have tried though. Really should have gave it their all. They missed a. They missed an opportunity. I think. Sent them a box of cigars. Um. Oh man. Well, um, yeah. I think we that's have. That's all we I have, got. Yeah, we've covered. We've covered everything. Get the hell out of here. That's all we got. Yeah, that's it. That's <laughs> it. That's it. We're done. We're done with that. We're done with that. Another week in the books. Anybody yeah. have anything to? Uh... <laughs> uh, anybody have anything to add for closing thoughts here? I do. Go ahead, John. Um. So, fun fact: I own both Ground Zeroes and Metal Gear Solid Five, but I can't find my copy of Metal Gear Solid Five right now. So I went on the PlayStation Store and saw that the ultimate edition that contains both of those games is only $4 until Jan- or I think July 21st. So just throwing that out there. If you love those games, go buy them. Like I, I was like, yeah, I can't pass that up $4 to have. And I had ground zeros on PS3, not PS4. So now I have both for PS4. So I was like, hell yeah. So I've been, I've been going back through that game because it's flawed story-wise, but it's still a lot of fucking fun to play. So go play Metal Gear Solid 4. It's still good. All right. Still, still enjoyable. Okay. Warm, you got anything? Yeah. Commando's cool. You should watch it. And Robocop. Watch both of those. <laughs> Robocop's another one of those movies where my ears get warm, by the way. It's not Why? even boring, so it's probably not it's probably not the boredom of movies. I don't know, man. I don't understand. You suck if you don't like <laughs> Robocop. I don't want to nope. be your friend anymore. I, I, I kinda do like Robocop. That's the weird thing. Like Robocop is fucking great. Man, I was just thinking about it though. Like that's totally one that it happens. Robocop Two is pretty good too. Yeah, Robocop Three is good, but it's pretty good. 
RoboCop 3 sucks butts, but RoboCop mm. 2 is good. Yeah, RoboCop um, 2 is awesome. It's got Tom Noonan in it. I think Frank Miller wrote the screenplay or and or directed it. I can't remember yes, off the top of my head. Yes. No, no, no. He wrote it. Irvin Kershner directed it. Yeah. Um, mm. My boy, Irvin Kershner. We go way back. God rest his soul. God rest his soul. Yeah, RoboCop 2 is cool. A lot of lot of tongue in cheek. Uh, that gets compared to to Gremlins too for for a lot of a lot of our friends. It's batshit crazy. I can understand why. I mean, yeah. Frank Miller has no business writing screenplays. <laughs> but this, but the spirit was so good. No, no, it wasn't. Watch Sin City too. That movie's almost twenty years old because we're old. Go watch it. Oh my God! Is it yeah. really? That's a good it's, one. It's getting there. Sin City 2 is, it was the one that Frank Miller wrote, right? Like, he wrote the extra parts. It wasn't mm. him being handheld by Rodriguez in Sin City 2, I don't think. Well, that's probably why it stunk. That's Yeah, I'm pretty sure that, because um, the only part that was actually, like, adapted was A Dame to Kill for. Mm-hmm. The rest, the rest of it was all original pieces that were put together for Sin City 2, I think. Ugh. Frank Miller's a whole... That, that's a whole episode. He wrote and himself. directed. Yeah. I thought so. Sin City, I a name so. to kill for. Along with Robert Rodriguez. And much the same as he did for the original Sin City. Yeah. He was uncredited as a screenwriter, but he was a screenwriter. The only thing that was different was he executive produced uh, A Dame to Kill For and did mm. not... EP, the original Sin City, which came out in 2005, by the way, when we graduated high school. So oh, it's good Lord. pushing 20 years. Yep, that's what I said. It's getting on to 20 years. I haven't watched that in a while. I'm going to have to pull it, pull it out of the archives. I remember being very, very happy with it whenever when it first came out. We... I think that's when we went and saw in theaters, right? We definitely did, yeah. I think we saw that more than once in theaters. Yeah, a couple times. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That was a that was a good one. I I I have several of the graphic novels lying around somewhere. That's before Frank Miller went crazy. They're still good. They still hold. Yeah, up. yeah. Well, I mean, sometimes people go crazy. You know. <laughs> I mean, we all go a little he, mad sometimes. Oh, oh. He, he's um, he's very sick right now. I shouldn't speak ill. Well, oh, I'm he, sorry to hear that. Going on? I didn't know that. Uh, they haven't disclosed it, but just look up a picture of Frank Miller. Current picture. It's got to be some kind of cancer. It's it's. Uh, uh, is he actually allegedly. ill with something, or you're just saying, oh, he looks like shit. He must be sick. No, I mean, look at him. He has something. He they have not released what it is, but he is not well. He is my mother's age. I think. I think he's like sixty. Oof. Oof. He there's something he's going 65. on. Sixty-five. Yeah. It's not Oof. just old age. It's it's like this is all alleged for our lawyers. I'm just saying. Not yeah. That so Frank Miller gives too far. John, John, we don't have lawyers, man. Shut up! Shut up! <laughs> so, Shut like up. usual, you're talking out of your fucking fat, <laughs> stupid ass, and you don't Shut know up. anything. Shut your mouth. Shut, Shut up. up. <laughs> well, 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 let me let me at least see if I can. No, I can't back up what I'm saying. No. Um, I didn't think so. Longer tenning. Well, soon Frank Miller. Da, 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 da. Nothing official has come out yet. 
He might just smoke. John Carpenter's looked like shit for 50 years. That's true. He's looked like he was 80 for about 20 years, so it's very possible. Um, is that is that Lethal Weapon? Shut your yes. mouth. Shut yes, it up. Is. up. Okay. All right. Yes. Okay. That is the great Mitchell Ryan. Who, by the way, was on is, that list. Is dead. Yeah, I saw that. No. Yes. Another one that oh. punched me in the throat. That sucks. I didn't I remember that. I mean, that. Yeah. to be fair, he, he was he was old. He was he's pushing he's pushing ninety when he, he was eighty eight when he, he died. Was 80, he had a good yeah. run. Yeah. But yeah, he, I did not had no idea. Had no idea that he died. He was fucking great. So many good roles. He was just ju- speak. Let's double back on Dread. He was in Judge Dread. Yeah. I knew him first as the dad on Dharma, as Greg's Dharma dad. And on Greg. Dharma and he Greg. was fucking hilarious on that really? show. He was, but then yeah. I go back. You, I went back and you go back and you watch his '80s run, and it's just nothing but like badass villains. It's hilarious. I, I honestly knew him first from Lethal Weapon, and he I was think in Magnum Force, the Dirty Harry film. Magnum he, yes, Force. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, yeah, he was in a lot of cool shit. He was, he was a good Halloween uh, six. <laughs> a good actor. Oh god, that's right. Oh no. Oh. Somewhat local guy too. He's from Cincinnati. Yeah, he had a hell of a career. Good actor, he sure did. Yes. Great classic character actor that can always mm. be counted on to do a good job. Oh, there's a new trailer for the Lord of the Rings. Interesting. All right, well, let's uh, yeah, let's 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 wrap this up. Um, yes. My uh, my comments to close out the show is uh, I now have to go watch Lethal Weapon. <laughs> so yes, that's what I'm going to do. No, no, you can't go wrong with Lethal Weapon. Uh, do it. So yeah, that's what I'm that's what I'm going to do. Um, Watch a little Gary Busey, you know, do the thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. Uh, that's uh, that's it. That's it. If nobody else has anything else, this is a nice little wrap up episode. We're good. Uh, just to just to recap, so we're all on the same page. Uh, Hollywood awards are bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, yeah. Just remember, whenever you're seeing, because inevitably in the next two weeks, you know the the Emmys are going to come out and they're gonna, they're going to do the thing. People are going to win awards. Everybody's going to be all up in arms because somebody didn't win, and it's it's bullshit. Don't get dragged into it. And, uh, yeah, that's it. That's it. Back again next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. And, uh, yeah, until then, bye.